Uh, in case you didn't know, the things you do with your money matter. You can often affect change in this country with your wallet as much as you can with your vote. And one way of doing this, of course, is buying things that are made in America. And I mean really made in America, not just, they don't just say it. Uh, when you buy clothing from American Giant, you know you're getting true American quality, a product with merit made by people in this country for a fair wage, not one the government's forcing them to pay. They do it because they believe in it. Uh, every metal rivet, every drop of ink is made here in, in America. You're not just buying the clothing. You're investing in the process that will help save the country. We need to get back to the independent spirit of American manufacturing. And American Giant is doing their part. The cotton, the milling, the cutting, the sewing, 100% American. You can buy cheaper, sure. You'll get cheaper quality, though, and you'll made by workers. it'll be made by workers overseas who are being paid pennies. Or you can buy quality that will last for generations. The American Giant patch means something, and it means something to you. Uh, there's American Giant in all of us. Go to AmericanGiant.com slash Glenn. AmericanGiant.com slash Glenn. I have one of their hoodies. Uh, oh, man, it's fantastic. It's the best one I own. AmericanGiant.com slash Glenn. You know, when you want someone to take care of a serious issue, you find a serious person. And that's what we've done with our nuclear arsenal and our nuclear power plants. We found the most serious person we can find and we put them directly in charge of whether you explode or not. We'll get into that story here in just a second. We've been talking for a while about investing some portion of your portfolio into precious metals. How do you do that? Where do you go? How about Goldline? Goldline has been around for a very long time, doing uh, doing right with this audience for quite a long time. And we always tell you to do your own homework, but you really do need to actually do it because I, I don't know how much time there is before we go off of a financial cliff. If Glenn were here, he would tell you. Uh, it's seconds away. Uh, anyway, this week only, Goldline is extending their Thanksgiving special to say thank you for an excellent 2022 with every box of historic graded $5 gold Indians, you will receive 20 of the one ounce silver buffalo rounds at no additional cost. That's 20 ounces of free silver with every qualifying order. In addition to that, qualifying orders will receive a personally signed copy of The Immortal Nicholas, Glenn's a great Christmas book from a few years ago. I mean, it's a signed copy. You got to get your hands on that. You can only get these from Goldline. Right now, give them a call. 866-GOLDLINE. Find out if gold and silver are right for you. Go to 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. It's goldline.com. So 
the left has been talking for a long time. I should also mention it's Stu and Jeffy in for Glenn. Glenn did most of the show today and then was called out for a family emergency. So we ask you to keep him and his family in uh, in uh, your prayers uh, today as he's uh, dealing with some stuff on the, on the home front that uh, we hope he's going to be back here for uh, his TV show tonight. Of course, it's Wednesday. So Glenn TV tonight on Blaze TV, follow, uh, right right before that is Stu Does America. Oh, that's uh, still on? <laughs> shockingly, at least for a couple more weeks. Okay, as far as I know, it's still on. Uh, we'll see. Uh, but yeah, make sure uh, to, you know, we'll uh, we'll give you updates here during the day on social media as, as to whether uh, the show he had planned is going to be able to happen because I know he's in the middle of something. So we do appreciate your prayers and I know he does more than, more than anybody. So thank you for that. Uh, I know the audience always steps up in these moments and, and, and it does such a great job. So thank you so much. Um, we're talking about, uh, about our country though. And the left has been for years and years telling us that global warming is the greatest existential threat that exists in the world. Now it's interesting because they have a guy who built the largest electric car company in the world and they now hate him. They hate him. They hate like him poison because he lets people tweet. I, I, he's the worst person in the world because he allows people to put 240 characters out there that the left might not agree with. So the greatest existential threat, screw that. Don't worry about that. Let's criticize Elon Musk and make him out to be the worst person in the world. But the other part of this, which has always been interesting to me, I think it's a really defining line in the environmental sort of debate and movement, is if you see an environmentalist who does not support nuclear power you know they're not serious you know that person is a fraud because if you say you care about global warming and you're going to say we should not use unlimited clean energy with no emissions and you don't think we should pursue that at all you're obviously not making any sense either you want to you're part of the degrowth movement where you think you know we shouldn't uh pave paradise to put up a parking lot if you're one of those people uh or none of this is serious because you find out over and over again even solar and wind projects people don't want them in their backyard right they're killing some bird you've never heard of there's uh, whales they're killing whales they're they've killing got the whales. windmills up on the northeast where there's uh, there's these uh the right whales i think they are really yeah they're putting windmills in the water they're like no no we can't put them there sorry there's right whales that swim by there and, and I, i'm not a i'm not a uh, uh an expert on the sea but my understanding <laughs> of offshore wind the the part that's in the water is really not doing a lot. It's just kind of, it's just a pole. Yeah, but you never know. You know, a whale swimming around bangs into it. (laughs) (laughs) Are these whales drunk? What do you mean they're just swimming around bashing into poles? never know. I guess you never know. So you wonder about our nuclear uh, program because we have not, we've had no nuclear power plants. I mean, we're closing them down. Yeah. We are now two or three generations behind when it comes to nuclear power plants. We have so much advanced technology we're not even utilizing because people can't get these plants approved. Well, in comes the Biden administration, and they want to make sure they're on it. <laughs> the idea that you might be irradiated at any moment is, is put in the hands of someone very, very serious. In this particular case, Sam Brinton. Love they, them. You love Sam, the, <laughs> they, them, Sam Brinton. Yeah, because Sam Brinton, you might say, who, well, I don't know who Sam Brinton is. You may have seen the photo of Sam Brinton, which is notable for 
for some significant reasons. You might notice well, something a little different about. He Sam. always wears. I mean, he always wears a fashionable dress. They. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. They. Them. Mm-hmm. These stories drive me insane. By the way, because they all start off with his preferred pronouns are they them. So then the story continues with then they right instead of he plural. or she. Or it's just. It really it's hard to follow. It really is hard. hard I, to follow, I, there are times just, where I really can't understand. Yeah, I have what to stop the, and go. Okay, we got. It's not just me making fun of it. It's no, not me, I know. You know, being a conservative, saying this is wrong. We're just changing the definitions of words. That weird conservative <laughs> trait where you think words should mean things. No, it's like I really don't know what's happening. Is there a group of people doing something, but or is one not. person? It's just doing, I don't one know. person because they all, they've already prefaced it with they prefer they them. So we're just going to call them they, them throughout the whole story. Even when it doesn't make uh, any doesn't sense. Make zero sense doesn't matter. doesn't matter. So anyway. Uh, okay, so they, Sam, Sam, Sam Brinton. Brinton. Can, you, can you walk me through the, Jeffy, the, as if I didn't understand, the, the sort of biological physics of this situation. Is this a, a, someone who was born a man? Yeah, no, he's a male. Yeah, he's, he's a, still a male. Yeah. So he doesn't identify as anything else. No, he, he just I, you know he identifies he as well, <laughs> he likes to uh, uh, he likes to call himself a pup handler. Uh, I'm sorry, a, a pup handler. What the hell is a pup handler? <laughs> that's when that's when oh. men who are gay like to be treated as dogs. So he, you know, handles the pups. So he is not necessarily the one who wants to be treated as a dog. But Although he's, he's not opposed to that, but he usually, handling, he okay. usually is handling So the what pups, we have yeah. here is a <laughs> biological male who is still a male, but often dresses as a female. Yeah, non-binary. You know, it's non-binary. 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 And is uh, gay as well? As far as I know. So we're layering all that on top, and we're like, hey, go deal with the nukes. Oh, yeah. He's really smart. He's, he's got all kinds of degrees. He does have, he does have a lot of degrees. Really, and, really a smart guy. And I forget what his whole title is there. At the, He's spent nuclear rods. Or, I forget. I think he might be reading a different part of his. Forget it. Okay. So, <laughs> no, so no, this no. person is in charge of spent nuclear nah, fuel. Okay, whatever his job is. Okay. Yeah. I mean, he went to MIT. And yeah. Like, he's it, really smart. He does he's have a, a, really, a big... His uh, resume big education, is a, big resume. Yes, absolutely. But, but it's important to understand, it's not just education when you're dealing with an important job like this. It's also stability is an issue, right? And I feel like there are some signs unrelated to really? the amount of makeup or dresses this person is wearing that might make you think he's not the right person for the huh. job. Wow. Do you have any evidence huh. that would support this thesis? Well... <laughs> Other than pup handling <laughs> early on <laughs> Again, in his I, career. Because uh, I know he's big with, uh, he also started, and I think he, I think he started the Trevor Project too. Or he's big on which that. Is, yeah. which I is, know he's spoken uh, there. Yeah, which is a part of uh, teen suicide and LGBTQ suicide and issues that's, you know. And dis- and, uh, discouraging actually, it, by the way. We should be clear. Yes, <laughs> yes discouraging yes. it. But uh, after, now he's had the gig, right? He's got the gig in the Biden administration. Mm-hmm. And we find out that he has now been charged with felony theft. Mm. And, you know, I mean, he faces, I think the, uh, he goes before the court in dis- the first December 16th, I think was the date that I remember, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and he could face, you know, prison time and a fine of like $10,000 because he stole some luggage at the Minneapolis airport. And he just decided, now, I don't know. I'm sure that you, Stu, have a Vera Bradley suitcase. You're going to be surprised not. to hear I do not. 
I do not have a pair of Bradley suitcases. Really? Now, does does our hero in this story, Sam Brinton, have? Well, he has a Vera Bradley suitcase now because he stole it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it, was all, it was worth like 2300 bucks. I mean, 2300 bucks for this wow. suitcase. I know. That's why I thought you would have one. But, oh, yeah. Uh, that's me. <laughs> the guy just spends on fashion. You know, that's that's me. I know. Wait, so, so he was... So he's at Minneapolis Airport. Okay. And he decides, I like that suitcase. I'm going to take it. And he does. And he walks away. He takes the tag off of it, walks out of the takes airport. Takes the tag off of it. Walks out of the airport. So, obviously, you know, instead of just looking the other way, the person who owned the $2,300 piece of luggage said, hey, I'm missing my luggage. Where is it? And they looked back at the footage because they didn't have it. Well, who would know that they have cameras at airports? Everywhere. Uh, you know, right? I mean, who would who could possibly have that you, sort of you, in-depth you wouldn't knowledge? You would think of it. You no. wouldn't think of it. No, you it's wouldn't. In Minneapolis? Come yeah. on now. Come on. Maybe New York, but not Maybe. Minneapolis. <laughs> so they look back at the footage, and there he is, taking the suitcase and taking the tags off. I mean, that's bad. So, so what was the, was the excuse? Oh, I thought it was my bag. Because that's a typical excuse for people who steal sure. luggage. And just a helpful hint from me, uh, Jeff Fisher, chewing the fat. I'm here to help. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you take luggage, don't take the tags off. Just keep going. Just take the luggage and go. Are you giving like tips on how to I'm just steal saying, luggage? Do Is it? that what you're doing? <laughs> <laughs> if you want to if steal you get luggage. Now it's like, oh, shoot, you're right. I just thought it was mine. I'm sorry. You're good. But if you're caught taking the tags off, and then that everyone means knows. You know, you knew it wasn't yours. Now, okay. did, did Sam have a bag? Did, yeah, he, he did have oh, yeah. a bag. Because I was, I was under the impression that maybe he was flying without a bag. No, I think he had his carry on. Oh. I think he had his carry on or another well, but, bag that yeah, he was picking up. If you have a carry on, you don't need to go to the luggage no. uh, depot there and pick it up off the little f- fancy. Far, but my understanding, track. I mean, this was just an extra. He went there and he decided that. He liked that, and he took it. Now, whether, you know, <laughs> oh, I have not seen the footage. Mm-hmm. Minneapolis Airport has not released it to me. I wish they would. I'd be happy to look at it. Um, so then the police call him and say, hey. Um, hey because, I mean, again, if you're listening on radio and you've never seen Sam Brinton, it's not like you'd miss him in a crowd. Right? Like, it's not right. like you'd say, okay, oh, that's a d- typical that's nuclear scientist. That's not me. Right. It's like there's no way to deny that if you're Sam Brinton, that you are Sam Brinton. Right. And he says, no, I I still had my clothes. The suitcase that I grabbed had my clothes in it, and I didn't do a thing. And they were like, oh, okay. And then he we called back. because at the airport, guys. And then he calls him back okay. and says, you know what? Oh, my gosh. You know what? Maybe You're not going to believe this. Up, maybe I did pick up the wrong suitcase. <laughs> <laughs> and the police go, yeah, but it's really strange because all I had was my clothes. I just had my clothes. Really because the hotel found all the clothes that were in the suitcase that belonged to the other person in the hotel room oh after you left. I mean, this is really sloppy. Again, it's wrong to Thank steal you. someone's luggage. However, if you're going to steal just, someone's you don't luggage, just leave the clothes in the hotel room. No, yeah, dispose is, of those someplace else. And don't worry, uh, he, you say, "Hey, you should really dispose of that those clothes properly." This is the person in charge of disposed nuclear fuel. <laughs> 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 it just seems like 
maybe you give the job to anyone else. Anyone else. Like Homer Simpson. I, you'd put Homer I mean, in charge over this person. Feels like that would be a better choice. Really. It's a lot I, better choice. And, and again, like... I will say, you look at the resume of Sam Brinton as yeah. far as like education goes, and you can find a, a, that they are, I guess, qualified for this job. But are they the most qualified? Are they? Did you look at this person and you say, hey, this person's the most stable? He's going to represent us good. Right. It's like they, they keep doing this, where they're putting people in positions of power based solely on either their genitals or their skin color or which genitals they prefer interacting with. All of these bizarre qualifications that have nothing to do with job performance. It's how Corinne Jean-Pierre, who was hired for all three of those reasons, has this job where everyone knows she's terrible. Everyone. Everyone knows. Everyone knows this is the single worst person uh, possible to do this job. She has no idea what she's talking about. She's constantly just reading. She can't defend these policies. Many of them, to her credit, are indefensible. I, I understand I that. I know, but she's got her great big book of everything, and it's just we're just going to read out of that, and that's we're, that's what you have. That's what she has. That's, that's really what, have. what she does. Yeah, every day. She opens it up and she reads the most basic things that anyone should be able and to know. And stumbles over that. And stumbles over that. Says that doesn't know what the words and are. And that's it. Wraps up. Picks up her great big book of everything and off she goes. It's good gig, This I is guess. how this happens. <laughs> when you hire based on genitals, I mean, unless you're, you're running a strip club, then maybe that's something, you know, maybe one of the things you want to think about. Well, you have to. Stu, I don't know why you, of course you do if you're running a strip I sh- club. I, sh- I shouldn't have brought that up in your presence. There are some jobs... Perhaps where you should think of this when you're talking about nuclear physics. Yeah. No, no. Is Sam Britton going to do jail time? I doubt it. You know, he'll probably pay a fine and give the suitcase back and be fine. But when they tried to reach out to him, they realized, oh, he's on leave. Yeah, he hasn't worked here. Oh, oh, no. oh is he's he? been on leave for over a month now. What are you trying to get a hold of him for? Uh, he's, Unbelievable. Oh, oh, okay. Maybe they've already realized this problem yep. and they've they taken him out of for, the job. Or for it to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, very interesting. All right. Uh, let me talk to you about the Tuttle Twins. Uh, there are books and there are important books, books that change your life and help to shape who you become and what impact you have on society around you. If your kids or grandkids aren't reading the Tuttle Twins books right now, they need to be. My kids are. My kids are going to turn out good because they're doing this. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Jeffy, who <laughs> no. knows? Jeffy no, can't no. read. So it's, it's hard to, to put him on the Tuttle Twins bandwagon. Uh, look, these books are fun and entertaining. My kids love them. They teach life lessons about the founding of this country, the way we should live our lives, uh, and so many other things. I mean, how to run a business. The kids will learn how to run a business from reading a, a story they actually are entertained by. Tuttle Twins is extending their amazing Cyber Monday deal. They're giving a 50% discount on their free market curriculum. Uh, this is designed with activities for both younger and older kids. Tuttle Twins makes learning about history and economics fun and interesting. And one of the reasons the Tuttle Twins have sold over 4 million copies of their books is that they make it easy for kids and teens to learn important concepts that are foundational to the survival of our republic. With their free market curriculum, your kids will be able to navigate things like inflation, business, and money, and all the stuff that's going on in the real world. Go to TuttleTwinsBeck.com to access this special deal. What a great gift for the holidays as well. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Get 50% off the free market economic curriculum right now at TuttleTwinsBeck.com. 10 seconds, station ID.
Triple eight seven twenty seven B E C K is the phone number. It's Stu and Jeffy in for Glenn, who had to leave for a family emergency. Your prayers are appreciated. Um, we were talking about Sam Brinton. It will be interesting because this might be one of those situations where they put this person in control of something very important. They got into it a few mo- after a few months, realized that they just are not reliable to do this job, and have sort of quiet fired them. Right, like they put them on the sidelines. They've been on the sidelines for a while. Now they're traveling and stealing luggage. Well, I th- I th- yes, I, I absolutely possible? don't disagree with that. I, okay. I, I kind of feel like he was, uh, everything was okay until he got busted stealing this luggage, which I, you know, if you're stealing luggage from an airport, you're probably stealing other stuff. Yeah, you, probably you don't have start, a little you know, kleptomania problem going mm-hmm. on, among but, other uh, things. Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> but uh, and I because I think this happened originally in September. Okay. So okay. and now you know we're starting to get through it, and uh, you know I think the news was getting ready to break, and we just didn't talk about it. We went on leave. It's cowardly. And we just kind of you know we just wait for the news to break if it breaks. If it doesn't, we don't have to do anything. He's already gone. I, I, I gotta, I've got to believe, too, and I am not, I don't happen to be a member, uh, Jeffy, of the LGBTQIA2 plus community. A lot of letters there, are you sure? <laughs> and I guess we're, we're going to be adding P soon, I heard. Uh, so, I don't know, maybe I have to update my, my acronym. But, like, I have to believe, if you are a member of this particular community, you don't want people who are criminals treated this way. You don't want them soothed out of every negative consequence of their bad actions. You want them to be called out. You know? I hope that's true. You want them to say, hey, look, you know, if we want, what we want is equality. If we, we want us to be accepted as members of the community, well, being accepted as members of the community means paying a consequence when you steal somebody's luggage. Yeah, but if he had felt equal, then he wouldn't have had to steal the luggage. Is that, is that, the, that's, that does I mean, I'm seem... working on something for him, okay? Just give <laughs> Jeffy, people don't realize this. Jeffy has a crisis PR firm. But whenever you've done something really stupid, you call Jeffy and he says. Well, you know, chewing the fat at theblaze.com. I'll give you some. Exactly. We'll work it out. That's the free part of it. You can go there. You can either pay Jeffy's firm or listen to his free podcast, but he will give you some shady out for whatever crime you've committed. You're welcome, by the way. And it'll start with, first of all, (laughs) and then it'll rant for a while. Your honor. First of all. I want to see a a lawyer show like Suits with Jeffy as a central character. (laughs) You have to give a fan. I I would totally watch that show. That would be amazing. 888-727-BECK is the phone number. You're listening to the Glenn Beck Program. Back with more here in just a second. The Glenn Beck Program. American Financing, NMLS, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. I mean, we had Jeffy live on that one. It was amazing. If you're like most Americans, you probably spend a significant amount of time thinking about how to make more money or at least save more money back, uh, you know, kind of keep it with you. Um, And that's important, especially if you're, you know, trying to figure out how to sell $2,300 stolen luggage. Uh, Look, if you want to make a move in the right direction, if you want to do something that's going to help your financial future, especially in this time with inflation and all this other stuff going on, you should think about a debt, uh, getting all your debt into a consolidation loan. You could literally be saving hundreds of dollars per month and maybe as, as much as $1,000 a month 
what would an extra 12 grand per year do for you and your family? You'd be able to pay for that gas for a like, It's like three tanks of Biden fuel. Uh, for over two decades, American Financing has been helping people just like you find ways to make their finances work for them. Give them a call today. I've dealt with American Financing. They're just they're just great people and they do a great job. Call American Financing at 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, or go to AmericanFinancing.net. It's AmericanFinancing.net. Don't forget to use promo code GLENN, G-L-E-N-N, for $10 off your subscription at blazetv.com. Triple eight seven twenty seven B E C K is the phone number. It's the Glenn Beck program. Stu and Jeffy in for Glenn. By the way, we're down to I think the last like one hundred Nancy Pelosi sucks pens. And with her stepping down from leadership, my my understanding is when these are gone, this is it. This is it. Yes. When these are gone, this is it. Oh so boy. if you want a great Christmas gift and you think Nancy Pelosi sucks, go to nancypelosisuckspen.com. You can get the very official beautiful nancy pelosi sucks pen they are nice features her signature in beautiful gold it's a replica of the actual pens she used when she signed donald trump's first impeachment and it's the only difference is on those pens it just said nancy pelosi in her signature and this in the same font says nancy pelosi sucks (laughs) and uh these have been a big hit for many many years they've been out of stock so many times her signature auto pen though or is it from an actual nancy's i it's a great question i don't know the answer to that I don't know the answer. Just I will say it's actually hers. Yeah, oh, sure. Uh, but they're <laughs> super official and you'll love them and they're a great gift. Uh, and I think if you use the code by Nancy, B-Y-E, Nancy, uh, we're saying so long to Nancy Pelosi. If you use that code, you get 25% off, I think. So That's also uh, check it out. Nancy, Act now. Nancy Pelosi sucks pen.com. Act now or forever hold your peace. <laughs> yeah, there, there you go. Uh, so Disney has got a new CEO and really a stunning move. It, as far as like nerdy entertainment, streaming, media coverage. It was legitimately stunning that Bob Iger has stepped back in for Bob Chapik, the guy who yeah, uh, who was personally you know, appointed to this role by Iger, Iger initially. Yeah, and, and, and But during the whole time that Chapik was in charge, Iger kept needling, you know, that he wasn't happy about how things, how he was being handled. Yeah. So I kind of feel like maybe Iger was pressured from the board to say... I love Bob. He's a great guy. He's no one else I want for the job than him. Yeah, because he didn't seem consistent no, with, no, with Iger. Not. Iger was like a very pro. He always, even though he was a, a numbers guy, he came from a, an entertainment background. He was like a weatherman back in the day. Came from an entertainment background and always talked about how storytelling was the most important thing. Right. And at least gave that facade of the creative part of this company is the most important part. And Chapin kind of came out and was like, hey, we're going to charge people more for, for churros at Disneyland. And that's going to be our business plan. That's our plan. That's, you know, basically what, what went on here to summarize it. So Iger's in, Chapik's out. And it is, it's interesting because Iger, they were, initially we were told that Chapik was the guy who said, look, I don't want to get involved in any of these controversies. I don't want to be the guy trying to change every piece of culture I just, you know, let's stay out of this stuff. Right. That lasted like two weeks. As Which soon is as really the, strange, too. Yeah. Because, I know. It didn't last very long at all. And you'd think that, uh, you know, he had that frame of mind 
because of what Iger had been doing, right? There's, I mean, a lot of the stuff that yeah. you know was taking place was under Iger's watch. Yeah. He was under 15 years he, prior he, to that. He greenlit a lot of these movies yeah. that were pushing for absolutely you know, the LGBTQQIA two plus P, P community. A yeah, lot of that was going he absolutely on. Absolutely did under Iger, and like, look. You can run a, an entertainment company and make movies that are targeted to a particular audience. You can make movies that, that want to get a viewpoint across. You can do all that stuff. The issue that people have, of course, is children. Like the fact that you're trying to slip this by every, right. a parent and not being upfront about it is a real problem. Case in point, this past weekend, you go through Thanksgiving, it's Friday, I'm in a food coma, kids are home. I mean, they don't, all they want to do is, you know, eat leftovers and be on their iPad. It's just one of those lazy days. And, you know, you get about halfway through that day and, and you know, your parenting gene wakes up a little bit and you say, I got to do something with these kids. I'm just going to sit around all day. Yeah, I wish I knew that gene. You don't have that gene. Yeah, okay. It was removed in a terrible accident for Jeffy. But you know what I mean? Like you get to that point where you're just like, all right, I can't, I, you know, I was like working on stuff and, you know, I was being kind of lazy too. I'm in the food coma mode. And I thought, well, let's go do something. We got to get you out of here. Let's get, let's get them out of the house and put them in front of a much larger screen. screen. Hello. <laughs> That's the only thing. <laughs> hey, you're on that little screen. Let's get you and in front of a big screen. different food. Yeah. Stop eating the leftovers. Yeah. You need some popcorn, something healthy. So I was, I was thinking, you know, it sounds right. Right now is a movie because a movie is a great piece of parenting. You bring your kids there. You plop them down. They're quiet. They sit there. You can kind of space out. You can eat food. You can maybe be entertained by the kids' movie, whatever. But you Depending don't have to do on anything. Theater, you might be able to kick your feet up and go to sleep. Sometimes there's the recliner situation going on. You got the sometimes the the waitress service. Absolutely. Like I mean, it's some of these movie theaters, at least in Texas, are serious now. Absolutely, it's a fun experience. I'll go to any kids' movie because I like the dine-in movie experience so much. I'll go to any movie. I don't care. And so. We're looking through, and hey, there's a new movie out this weekend. It's called uh, Strange World. Strange World, and it's a yeah. it's a kids movie. It's animation. It's from Disney, you know. And I so I'm like, well, and I'm on alert, you know. I, I don't, I don't, I, I'm not a boycotter. I don't boycott anything, you know. I it, like, <laughs> I just not what I do. But I do make individual decisions based on what's what I see. So I'm like, I know Disney well enough to know. Anything they're releasing could be a problem, right? I, I want to, that's the opposite of what they built 50 years of their company on. The point of the Disney Corporation I was, when I was a kid, anything they released was safe. Well, it was family. Anything yep. they released, you could, your parents could bring your, uh, their kids parents, to. Parents, grandparents. Always kids, trust all it was going to be okay. It might not be the best movie in the world, but you knew it wouldn't violate your principles, the, the basic foundations of America. Right. Yeah. And it wouldn't it wouldn't push into uncomfortable territory. That's not what they were designed to do. They were designed to entertain kids and give life lessons that were universal. That was what they were supposed to do. So I know enough now to actually watch the trailer of this movie. So I I pull pull it up and I watch the trailer of this movie. And Jeffy, if I tell you that there is not one objectionable thing in this in the trailer of this movie, it is just a bunch of cool creatures it's wild landscapes, oh, really? weird things walking around. In fact, I—I'll be honest with you, I can't tell what the movie's about at all. There's no plot line. There's nothing in the trailer that would tell you it's about anything other than a kid in front of a bunch of weird creatures. 
Okay. In a strange world. Right. All right. I mean, you know, I don't know what that is. But again, I have a super low bar to clear here. I'm tired. I want to go to sleep in a, in a nice recliner and maybe eat a couple appetizers and, and entertain my kids for a couple of hours. So I have almost no standards to hit. A movie about nothing with cool colors. I'm in. Okay. I'm in. I'm going to be asleep for half of it anyway. So, I, but I, there's something that hits me wrong because I'm thinking to myself, why, why aren't they telling like me anything why, about why, this movie? Why is it like that? Why yes. have I learned nothing from this yes. trailer about what the plot of this film is? So I decide to read some of the user reviews. Oh. And if I tell you that two out of every three of them are, why would they try to push this on our children? Why would no. they introduce this to our children? Why? And I'm thinking to myself, what is this? Well, you keep reading and you find out that apparently the movie, uh, which, by the way, flopped this weekend. I was just going to say it did not do well at all. No, did not do well at all. They made another political movie, released it, called Strange World. Vulture helpfully summarized how important political messaging is to the film, saying it was, quote, an environmentally focused adventure featuring a queer black teenager. Apparently, within the first 10 minutes of the movie, they start some same-sex relationship is introduced, and apparently that's the plot of the movie, and of course a bunch of environmental nonsense, right. which of you know it's hard to avoid in almost any movie these days. Boy, that's a fact. So, I, I, spoiler alert, I didn't go to the movie. <laughs> Even in my lazy How did parenting, you get by? I kind of want to see it just so I can come in here and do a segment about it, but I'm not, I'm not going to give them any money. Um, but I mean, this is... This has the, been the problem with Disney. Yes. For a while, they have they have abandoned what the corporation stood for. And I listened to some of what uh, Iger did a town hall with uh, you know employees and question and answers, and I listened to some of that. And you know, I, I, I don't know I, that he's. Do you believe him? Uh, let me, well, I don't know that he, he's. I, yeah, I believe him. I was trying to walk the line. Yeah. I don't think he's gonna. I mean, I don't think we've accomplished anything let's listen to some of this because conservatives are taking this as wow they're they're, they're taking a step back from the controversies well, don't they don't so. they don't want to jump in there tell me is this what he's saying or is he just sort of walking the line so he's not saying almost like the the, the trailer of this movie he's not saying anything right here is a bob Iger at this big uh, big uh, company conference thing here's a virtual question many cast members had wished that disney stayed out of politics will disney stay out of making political statements you know, I think Hello? Uh, Hello. there's a misperception here about what politics is. Mm -hmm. And I think that some of the subjects that have proven to be controversial as it relates to Disney have been branded political, and I don't necessarily believe they are. I don't think when you are telling stories and attempting to be a good citizen of the world that that's political. Just not how I view it. Uh -huh. Do I like the company being embroiled in controversy? Of course not. It can be distracting and it can have a negative impact on the company. And to the extent that I can work to kind of quiet things down, I'm going to do that. But I think it's, it's important to put in perspective what some of these subjects are and not just simply brand them political. So two things and... from that. Number one, you can see why Bob Iger is a good CEO. Right. Like that is an absolute non-answer. Correct. Right? He's Correct. not. He, what he's saying there essentially 
is, and a lot of people on the right took this as, oh, well, he's saying he doesn't want to be political. What he's saying is the things that the statements he wants to make are so right that they don't count as politics. Correct. Because there's no other side to the issue because he's so right. Right? Like the uh, LGBTQQIA2 plus community, what they want is so obviously correct to humanity and being a, quote, good citizen of the world that that doesn't count as politics. So, no, we're not making political statements. That is what he's saying there. Now, the fact that he said it like that and not how I said it is why he's a good CEO. (laughs) Now, whether he'll make good decisions for Disney and whether I'm going to want to bring my kids to these movies is another situation. The other clip I saw was where he definitely didn't answer the question Yeah, there's one about the don't say gay bill. Is that the one you're talking about? Yeah. We have that as well. Here, listen. This this is Bob Iger talking specifically about the falsely named don't say gay bill. And I will say, (laughs) is he? Is he? Let's hear all right, another virtual question. What is your stance on the don't say gay situation? Well, first of all, uh, our first LGBTQ all, employees you. are very important to us and we care deeply about them. That is a given. Um, secondly, this company has been telling stories for 100 years mm-hmm. and those stories have had a meaningful, positive impact on the world. And one of the reasons they've had a meaningful, positive impact is because one of the core values of our storytelling is inclusion and acceptance and tolerance. And we can't lose that. We just can't lose that. I think about, I think about Black Panther and the impact that had on the world, or a film like Coco. I mean, I could go on and on. And how we actually change the world for the good it must continue. We also, when you tell stories, it's a delicate balance. You're talking to an audience but it's also important to listen to an audience. It's important to have respect for the people that you're serving, that you're trying to reach, and not have disdain for it. Huh. That's, that's an interesting what about answer. The don't say gay, Bill, though. Yeah, I was he, wondering, he, concerned about that because I thought that was the question. That, he did not address that uh, okay. at all in that clip. All right. He did say that he wants to respect LGBT um, employees, which he leaves off the QQIA2 plus well. and the P. So I don't know if he hates them. I assume he hates them because you're not allowed to leave that off. Uh, he, if you listen to it, though, he, he says, look, he's, he's not saying, hey, we're making movies that kids like. That's what we do. That's not what he said. Nope. He said, we need to make movies that have a positive impact about inclusion and tolerance. In other words, all these messages are staying in here yep. with Iger. And they're going to continue. He was, I mean, he's the reason why We just why don't want to talk about it. Exactly. Right. That's what people he's don't exactly want to say. exactly the guy that had all this. Was, he was there for 15 years. Yeah. Chapik was just following, came in after following up on all Most that. of the stuff we're talking about was greenlit under Iger. Right? These movies take time to be made. So he gets to go, he gets to go away and then now come back as the savior I mean, that's a good gig, I guess. Now, he does say, oh, I'll listen to the audience and I'll have respect for them. And uh-huh. I get that. Uh, you know, uh, it would be nice, right, if that would happen. Because right now, they do seem to literally hate half the country. Mm-hmm. So just avoiding the act of despising anyone who wants lower taxes would be an improvement, Step I will in the right say. Direction. I don't believe yeah. him, but he wants to at least communicate that. But you know what makes Bob Iger a, a great CEO? And I, and again, I, I don't like his what he's done with these companies, but just as a as a positional, a, a job performance rating, why he's such a good CEO, the, the the detail that most people leave out is Bob Chapik got this job specifically handed to him by Bob Iger on February twenty fifth, twenty twenty. 
like two weeks before the economy shut down. This guy's like, ah, uh, you take the gig. And remember, February 25th, this is a company that has tons of business in China. They all knew what was about oh, to yeah. happen. And they're like, uh, That's I'm a out. Great point. Taking a vacation for a couple years. You're in, guy I don't like that much. Society's going to close down. All the parks are closing down. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, it's just in, in, absolutely incredible. Um, all right. Let me tell you uh, about Rough Greens. Uh, you know, if you're, you have a dog, I have three dogs. One dog in particular, President Miles, is approximately 138 years old. That's pretty good. He's really, I think he's 17 now. Seven, he does not get around as fast as he used to, but he's doing a lot better because he has Rough Greens. Uh, rough Greens is a great, it's a supplement that you sprinkle on top of the food. It's not a dog food itself. You just sprinkle it on top, gives them all the nutrients that they, they love, helps them with their joints and all this other stuff. Uh, and dogs love it because it tastes great. And meanwhile, they're getting all the vitamins and minerals and other things that are going to contribute to a healthy life for them. Whether your dog is as old as President Miles or a puppy, they can benefit from Rough Greens. The folks at Rough Greens are so confident that your dog is going to love it. They have a special deal for you. Go to roughgreens.com slash back, R-U-F-F, greens.com slash back. And they're going to uh, give you your first bag free. That's right, free. All you have to do is pay for shipping. Go to roughgreens.com slash back or call 833-GLEN-33. It's 833-G-L-E-N-N-33. Go to roughgreens.com slash back today. Stay informed. Sign up for the free newsletter today at glennbeck.com. We only have a few seconds left here in the show. Jeffy, Jim Carrey, leaving Twitter. Your reaction? I think I'm going to leave Twitter right now, too. Wow. Uh, wow at JeffyJFR, I'm not going to tweet anything. That's it. I've had enough. It's a brave stance you've taken here, and I really do. All right, I'm back. Oh, uh, wow. You can tweet me at JeffyJFR. I took a stand long enough. I'm back. The Glenn Back Program.